welcome to the Your Sister Kimber podcast. My name is Kimber Gilbert, and I'm so glad you're here. I hope what I have to share today encourages you to pursue Jesus and live a life steeped in authentic community. Today on the podcast, I'm really grateful to be able to share with you a spoken word poem I wrote called I Choose to Stay. On the blog, we've been talking about being intentional about inviting our sisters into our summers. And this week, I wrote about how we can love well our sisters who are hard to love. This is such an opportunity for us to exercise the humility of Christ in our friendships. And today, I want to focus on the flip side of what I wrote on the blog on Tuesday. What do we do when we realize that we are being the one in a friendship who is hard to love? I have some encouragement for you today in this, and even though we can't grab coffee today, this is the next best thing. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get started. So today, I want you to consider what your gut reaction is when you are hurt by a friend. Are you a fight or flight kind of girl? Well, friends... I am definitely someone who chooses flight when I'm hurt. I have found that often when I am hurt in a friendship, my reaction is to just cut that person off. And can I just preface this by saying that I hate that I do this. I realized this pattern a few years ago when considering some people that I had cut out of my life during college. And as I was considering this, like, I realized, had that friend lied to me and gone behind my back? Yeah, not great. Was that other friend a bit toxic and incendiary? Yes. And this other person, you know, had that person made some really poor decisions when it came to our relationship? Yes. But did any of those people warrant being just completely cut off from my life? with little to no explanation or a chance to restore our relationship? No, they didn't. They didn't deserve that. But I'm a runner. Not literally. (laughs) Lord, no. But when I'm hurt, I run. And I'm trying to change that. Despite realizing this tendency and finally apologizing to those people that I'd heard in college, I actually did it again recently. And I was hurt by friends. And instead of having that hard conversation and explaining and hashing it out and giving room for restoration, I just did the old cut and run. And I will say that I I tried a bit, but when my few attempts were met with silence, I just let my hurt turn up way louder than my love and I gave up. And like I said before, I hate this. I don't like that I do this and I want to grow in this area. So I want to talk to you guys about this today and kind of three steps that uh, maybe you can take to grow in this area. This is something that you find yourself doing too. And it's not that, you know, the other person is always innocent. Um, You know, hurts can be valid and maybe you know, you've told your own heart this same lie before too, that, well, I'm justified in my hurt. So the ball's in their court. I shouldn't have to do anything, right? Because they were the one who hurt me. And that might be true for the world. But the truth is that 
that's rarely true for Jesus followers. The way of Jesus says that forgiveness and giving up my right to be right always has more weight than my being offended. Um, And so friends, this, man, this is so tough for me. Um, And maybe it's tough for you too. I'm not, I'm definitely not an expert on this. I don't have it all figured out, but I'm working on it. I'm learning and I'm really trying to be just vigilant for this culprit in my life and in my friendships now that I've realized that it is my sinful tendency. And so I, I took a step in this the other day and an opportunity arose. And so I decided to go for it. And I met up with one of those friends who had hurt me. And um, honestly, it just was so awkward and hard and or it felt like it was going to be. And I, I just didn't want to do it. We were going to go for a walk. And I just didn't want to do it. But I was like, it could be quick. Like, we're outside. It'll be okay. So I went, forced myself to just break across the surface level small talk that we started with. You know, pretending nothing is wrong when really, like, we both know that everything had been wrong. Right. And I just kind of like blurted out across that. Can we talk about what happened? I said, this is why I was hurt. This is why I did what I did. I tried to like really clearly say those things and not just say I was hurt, but say why I was hurt and actually name those those things. And then I apologized for the parts that were on me. And really, in my situation, it was how I handled it. And she was so gracious and met me there and did the same um, in explaining and apologizing, which was really generous of her. And I was really thankful for that. And I had been really nervous going into the conversation. So I asked her some advice from a friend who is really wise about this kind of thing. And she told me to just be honest. And so I tried to be. And it was so such simple advice, but... That's where I tried to do, and that's what I tried to do. And what I hope that you hear today, friends, is that that is really where it starts. Loving each other when we're hard to love, it starts with the surface level junk, just cutting that stuff out. And instead, talking about what we really need to talk about, right? And that's going to take you making the first move. Saying the hard thing that interrupts that just comfortable white noise of how's the weather chit chat, right? That just lulls our hearts into this sleep of not really dealing with our issues. Um, But can we talk about what happened? That can cut across it and can allow you an opportunity to be honest and um, actually deal with some stuff. So that's step one is just cutting across the surface level stuff. And getting to the heart of what you really need to deal with in those hard-to-love relationships. And so, second thing is just what my friend said. It just is being honest. Don't sugarcoat your hurt when you actually come to this moment of conversation. Because do you know sugar can be a preservative, right? And when we sugarcoat our hurt, it really just preserves it. Um, sometimes I think we're so afraid of offending someone maybe that we just hold on to our hurts to avoid saying them and hurting that other person. But the truth is that there really is not a way 
to hold on to your hurt and also hold on to a friendship. A small offense, yeah, sure. Maybe you can just let that go or, you know, maybe you even should let those small things go, right? That's part of just um, loving more deeply, right, is letting some things go. But those big problems that break friendships, you can't not address it and maintain a close authentic friendship it's just not going to happen so just be honest respectfully and with love say why you were hurt be specific and explain it fully so that they can really see it so that they can apologize for what they did um, in full without you being able to hold on to or reserve any resentment because you didn't voice like a part of your hurt get it all out there And that not only gets it out of you, but it allows them the opportunity to fully see what they did and apologize and then try to um, be better about those things in the future. Because we want to assume the best of them, right? And that they want to grow too, just like you do. And so finally, I would say step three is to do the hard and humbling work of owning what you messed up in the situation. Because we can say, like, can we talk about it? Um, And we can say why we were hurt. But that's not usually going to be enough. Um, Maybe it will. Like, maybe you have an awesome friend who is going to meet you there and apologize right away. But often a, a better way to do that is to say, what can I own? Or what did I mess up in the situation that I could apologize for? And really, I think there's always something that we can apologize for friends. Um, You know, we're not perfect in this thing called friendship. Even when we've been really unfairly hurt, like in my situation, yes, I was hurt. But how I handled my hurt was unkind and unfair. And there may be times when there's not anything, but I think most of the time, if we can look for that thing, I think we might find something. And apologizing for that, um, it's not only a healthy dose of humility for me, um, but it also then paves the way for both of us to own ways we've messed up, right? Because when we go first, usually people respond to that. Um, and meet us in that place and I was really thankful that my friend did and I I would be really surprised if your friends don't too and they might not right that's the risk we take but I think many times when we lead the way in that um, our friends want to meet us there and I just think of Jesus when he told Peter that he should forgive people just over and over and over again He said, like, you know, forgive a person 70 times seven times, right? Which is just an idiom, a Hebrew idiom for over and over and over, as many times as it takes. And a proud heart says, well, that's not fair. Why should I have to do that? Right? I was right in the situation. But when we have the heart of a sinner who is saved by grace and we see that Jesus is asking us to forgive over and over. We can say, yeah, that's not fair. And that's really good news for me. 
right? Because I need the forgiveness of God more than anything over and over and over. And when my friends are hard to love, I pray for myself to have a heart that will stay, that has that hard conversation, that forgives over and over and over again. And when I'm hard to love, I pray that God will give me friends who have a heart that also chooses to stay. So here is the poem that I wrote, I Choose to Stay. I hope it encourages you in this. Today, I did a hard thing. I said, I'm sorry. I was wrong. I blew it. I'm sorry it took so long, but can we mend this broken thing? Can you forgive me, friend? Please? See, for my life as a whole, I've always been the girl who let her hurt boss her soul. And when I felt a cut come from a friend, my move has always been to cut and run, never mend. And now I know that it's my instinct. I've started to think that cutting off a friend over something done, something said, over any kind of hurt is really just like saying I love to garden, but hating dirt. It's just a package deal. An unfortunate power we all wield to hurt those closest, that's the risk that comes with saying, I love you, sis. And I know it's been my pride that shuts me off inside when I I feel it creeping in, but no more. The hurt won't win. It didn't win today because I dared to say the hard and awkward thing instead of hiding, counting tears I'd shed. So... Should I hurt you, friend, someday, I hope that we'll both choose to say the hard thing I did today. Because if that's what it costs to save a friend from being lost, I'll admit that I was hurt, but I choose to stay. Because flowers, they grow in dirt. Friends, I recognize that this is a huge challenge. I certainly have not got this right a lot of times in my friendships, but I'm working on it. And, you know, it. the reality is that sometimes staying isn't the answer. If a friendship is harmful or beyond repair, it may not be salvageable. And I think that sometimes that is just the way of things. And sometimes friendships come to an end or they wane simply because they were meant for a season. So I want you to use discernment here and above all, ask the Lord to show you when the hard conversation is the right answer. My hunch is that you'll know in your gut because it will feel so scary, but really right. And sometimes we have the hard conversation and we try to stay, but the other person makes it clear that that's not what they want. If you're in that spot, I hear you. I've been there before too, and losing a friend like that is so heartbreaking. So I'm not saying that we can always fix a friendship or that if you've had a friendship pull apart that you somehow didn't try it hard enough. That's, that's just not true. Um, But what I hope you hear today from this poem and what I've shared about it 
is that we do our best to love well as the Lord leads us. And sometimes that may mean letting a friendship go. But today, I want you to think of your people, your girls that have got your back, that you do the good, bad, and ugly of life with. These are the ones that I hope you will commit to having the hard conversations with should moments like these arise. They're the ones that I hope you will fight for. They're the ones for whom I hope you will choose to stay. Because remember, we can't really ever get to the flowers without getting some dirt under our nails. And that's okay. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Your Sister Kimber podcast. I hope this poem and what I shared about it encouraged you this week to love those hard-to-love friends well and to choose to have the hard conversations when the one who's hard to love is you. Next week on the blog, we'll be continuing our series about being intentional about inviting our sisters into our summers with a post about loving our friends who are flaky. And on Friday, I'll be talking about this with my friend Stephanie Wilson, who has some incredible wisdom to share with you guys. I really loved our conversation, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear it. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss it. Thank you so much, friends. Until next time, it's your sister Kimber.